Welcome everyone to Niche Agency Owners Podcast. This week, we have a great conversation waiting for you. Today, we are speaking with Emily Punkler. For over three years, Emily has been an essential leader for GoWP. She started with the company as a marketing coordinator, progressed to our marketing director, and then took the helm of our growth team, which encompasses both our sales and marketing. Today, she interviews and works with agency owners and digital industry leaders from around the world. Each week, she leads our topical discussions that help small business owners operate more efficiently and increase their profitability. And under her leadership, GoWP's team has grown from four to 50, count them, not now. 50 team members supporting thousands of websites and agencies around the globe. Welcome, Emily, to NAO Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Mariah. Wow. You make, you make it all sound so exciting. <laughs> and I'm Joanne Torres, <laughs> Mariah's co-host at the Niche Agency Owners Podcast. Everyone, welcome, Emily. Welcome, Mariah. Before we get into it, just real quick, I, I just want to say a few words, go WP. Um, in case anyone here isn't fully familiar with us or they don't know who we are, and that's okay, I'm here to remind you. So at GoWP, we create happiness for digital agencies and help them become more profitable. So whether that means you're joining in incredibly valuable calls like our weekly happiness hours, or you're just looking to grow your team with a developer, a writer, or a copywriter, a designer, or a project manager, we got you covered. So we also have services like website maintenance, content edits, page builds, and case studies that you can completely outsource and use to grow your team and focus on the things that matter, like, you know, making money. <laughs> and yeah, thank you. Thank you, Emily, for, for joining us today on the podcast. It's so fun to have you in on this like conversation on this capacity because I know you for quite some time. <laughs> um, we go way back. We go way back. I was the other day, I was just like reflecting on our days at that small startup that shall remain unnamed. <laughs> you can visit our LinkedIn's if you want to see what it was. But yeah, we go pretty way back. Yeah. What are some of the professional decisions that you think and some of those experience that led you to go WP? So because you went from startup, like small startup to a massive company, eDreams that, you know, was all over, like it was a global company, right? So going from that small jump, from that small company to that big jump, and then to other companies that vary in size, how does that, those decisions and experience have led you to go WP? I started my career in journalism. So studying journalism, journalism degree, all of that working, love that I recommend it for anyone. I think it's a great character builder. It's hard work. It requires a lot of will and determination and moxie, some might say. So, so it was a great year <laughs> spent working as a full-time um, staff reporter at the Adirondack Daily Enterprise, but it's hard work. I mean, it's really hard work and it's very low pay working in a newspaper as a beat reporter. So it's not for me, it was not a lifetime career. And I kind of knew that from the beginning, just because I didn't, yeah, you know, I had goals of starting a family and, and all of that sort of thing. I went from that to then deciding a few years down the road to, to get my master's in digital marketing, which then led me to the, the startup 
uh, bubble that is in Barcelona. So I got my master's over there in Barcelona, got hired at the, the startup there. And it was, I mean, it was a fast growing startup. They were like constantly hiring and they still are. And so that was a lot of fun working on the marketing team there and seeing how they were structuring it and, and managing the, the high growth and all of that very well-established company, huge, big, 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 big company. So working there and seeing how they structure their teams and their pods and their groups and are able to constantly crank out new features, new services, new products, how their marketing team works, all of that. I definitely draw on my experiences from those jobs and those workplaces here at GoWP, but what led me to go to BP was basically moving back to the States from Barcelona. And we did that with my husband's company and they, that placed us in Marietta, Georgia, the Atlanta area. And I was basically just looking for a job and trying to keep it in the tech sector and found GoWP and interviewed with Brad and the rest is history. And GoWP was a very uh, different company three years ago than it is now. But that's what's really cool to kind of look back on. And Mary, history in the making, history in the making, I must admit. Go ahead, Mario. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, there wasn't a big cultural shift. Marietta, Georgia, and Barcelona, I think, are sister cities last time I looked at my almanac. <laughs> Practically the same. Yeah. So that thinking. was the easy part. Yeah. Language, all that. Yeah. All of it. And, you know, you had a very full um, shelf of experience that brought you to go to WP, and we are all the more grateful for it. And, my question for you is, how do you, Barbara Walters moment, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you, how, how do you do it all? Yeah. She does it all. She does it all. You balance a lot. And, and I, I do ask for your forgiveness after painting your, uh, the picture of your career at GoWP, I left off at director of the growth team. Today, I'm going to have an Oprah moment. You are COO. <laughs> She's our COO. She's our COO. Yeah. And you, you do it all. You balance uh, a really full life between your work as COO and family. And most recently, I'm excited about your role as the soccer coach for your elder daughter's league soccer team. So working with you, I guess, together with 10 months now? Yeah, about 10 months we've worked together. Yeah. I've noticed that you are definitely someone who keeps health and wellness and, you know, well balanced at the helm of what you do. So again, Barbara wants to know, how do you do it? <laughs> she's also a um, long distance runner. I'm going to add that little cherry. Emily runs, that she runs Sunday. all over the, she runs all over the place. You may see her on the side of the road with a GoWP banner, just, you know, <laughs> Throw your business card. I should do that. <laughs> well, green is our color, so you're not off-brand. Exactly. I mean, you're not wrong, but I definitely prioritize staying active. And it's something that I've learned that you need to prioritize in order to do it. Otherwise, it's very easy to sit all day, every day. And that was something I struggled with a lot, actually moving back to the States from Barcelona. Because when I was there, I rode my bike everywhere. I mean, like every everywhere over there so yeah. I didn't really like taking the metro and, and public transportation so and it's very bike friendly city so it's easy to walk places and bike places then coming here I quickly realized I was getting like a thousand steps in a day at some point and you know I didn't have to prioritize activity in my previous life in the city and it took me some time to realize okay I need to 
prioritize this. Otherwise I'm not going to do it. It's not just part of life here. So yeah, the way I do it is basically I try to work it into daily routines um, and non-negotiable kind of aspects of it. What I do now, like we just recently moved, but I'm biking my girls to school. So the girls have to go to school. That's got to happen. And so I just take them there by the bike. And it works and it gets me some activity in the morning and they love it. The days that I can't do it for this week, for example, I've been a little bit sick and just my energy's low. I've been taking them in the car and they're very disappointed. I like to see smiles on their faces. It's something that working into those non-negotiable sort of things. And I do try to establish sort of routines with dedicated time for running or activity for myself, but that's a lot less structured because I do find it easy to kind of negotiate my way out of it. Like, oh no, I should prepare for this call or I should, you know, just get to work and, or that sort of thing. I can rationalize myself out of anything, yeah. <laughs> especially for people like us in our industry, we have to rationalize and everything is a strategy, right? When our day-to-day -day work, when you're feeling just a bit lazy <laughs> it's yep. easier to say like oh well I mean I do have to finish writing that document for that thing that is right. the deliverable is next week but you know I gotta finish it today and that's why I think doing things like I'm on Strava so like knowing that there's kind of accountability with people seeing my activity or that sort of thing helps me or being able to say, oh, this person ran five days this week. Like I should really up my game, like sort of competitiveness of it as well. But yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It's something that I struggle with, but if I work it into those non-negotiable things or signing up to be my daughter's soccer coach, then I've got 10 little kids that are dependent on me every Tuesday and Thursday. So, so I can't back down off of that one. That's something else too. Maybe signing up for a team or group runs, that sort of thing, which I don't do, but that could work for some folks as well, I guess. I recall one of the conversations that you led in our uh, weekly happiness hours. Uh, we were talking, I guess, about time management or something. And Jennifer Bourne, who we all know is a, a good friend of GoWP, made a great point that I have not, that I still uh, recall. She said, when it comes to our clients, in, in, for anybody, we always prioritize, we get the work done for them. We prioritize getting their work regardless of the number of hours it takes, regardless of the number of meals we skip or whatever we do. But when it comes to that time for ourselves, like you both were saying, we just rationalize that away. Oh, I'll do that later. And then the next thing you know, that time for you, either your personal passion projects, your personal health or whatever, family time, whatever it is, it's gone. So I like those habits that, that you, you share. That's awesome. And I'm assuming when it comes to soccer practice, you're not biking the girls and bags of soccer balls to the <laughs> I am. Are you? I am actually, yes. <laughs> Do you know how to for the balls? I have like a bike trailer for the girls and the balls. So I just cram them all into that little trailer on the back of the bike and we all we all head out so yeah that's we why do, they're we so do. disappointed <laughs> when you give them the car it's like that sounds like such an adventure I can just imagine a five-year-old me we see all kinds of animals in the morning because it's right along the river and it's yeah it's, it's what river it is it do you know I'm obsessed with Hawking. rivers the, okay. the Hawking River mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I live near the bayou here in Houston so like that's the only river <laughs> I know <laughs> so I'm like a bayou baby now yeah <laughs> so much fun and I'm volunteering you to bike us, your team members, if we, you know, at the next, you know, WordPress event, okay. just, just bike us yeah. along. <laughs> I'll ride such shotgun. Grown adults <laughs> in a little bike trailer. Leg, legs oh. just dangling. They're too long. To... <laughs> right. <laughs> 
well, yeah. So the, speaking of uh, rivers and nature trails, so we were recently at Cobble Press, Emily and I and Michael, who is not on this call episode, and we had the awesome chance to meet a lot of people, uh, the WordPress community at large, face to face. And it's really cool to meet industry leaders and like colleagues and partners and friends who, you know, like, like we we're just talking about Jennifer Bourne. I always get her energy through the screen, but meeting her in person is really cool. So the past year and a half, like the way of doing business has really altered from going fully online to, um, to, you know, now slowly going to events in person. So what are you, are you excited about the slow return in person activities? What are something you're mostly looking forward to uh, resuming, Emily? Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Community, for one, because community's been, is GoWP. I mean, GoWP is community. It's always been such an integral part of who we are and, and what we do and all of our efforts and initiatives and strategies revolve around our community. What's going to serve them? What's going to help that flourish and grow? And because of that, we have always been very big proponents of events, sponsoring WordCamps, sponsoring different agency owner events that are designed for the agency owner that our partners put on that sort of thing. Also because, I mean, referrals are a huge part of our business too. So we double down on that. We need to, I mean, it's what makes sense. So I'm hugely excited to get back to in-person events. Cabo Press was amazing on so many levels and just being kind of that first step back into in-person events and all that. So couldn't have asked for a better one for that. And I recommend anybody who hasn't checked out that event, go take a look and, and apply if you're interested to go. Yeah. And for those who, who may be listening, who don't know what Cobble Press is, could you explain a little bit on like how it is, where it is? Yeah. It's kind of like a mastermind leadership conference. It's highly curated. So it's Chris Lemma, who is a VP of product at Nexus, now general manager for LearnDash, which is by Nexus and Liquid Web. But it's his event. He put it on. He handpicks every attendee. It's very highly curated from top to bottom. Your lunch groups are assigned based on your interest and what your business is and who you're going to have the most productive conversations with. The sessions are held in a pool every day and it's a set topic, but it's more about a discussion and you're talking to other business owners and, and leaders and about what's worked with them and just really high level, incredible conversations that are geared toward growth. And it's a great conference. So yeah, that's where we were. And then just going back real quick to, to GoWP and our kind of investment in, in events, I would say prior to the pandemic, we had planned on investing big in events. A lot of y'all know that we do happiness hour calls weekly in our Facebook group and the niche agency owners community. That is a spinoff of what we had planned for 2020. We were going to be going to word camps all over the country. We were going to be having in-person happiness hours. I know a lot of our community members were able to attend the two that we did pull off before the pandemic. So we had one in, in St. Louis and one in Phoenix, and they're just incredible. And there's so much value, value in seeing those people face-to-face, -face, talking, having relaxed conversations, very much kind of the vibe and impact of conversation you have at Cabo Press because it's relaxed. You're chill, you're calm, you're opened up, you can have long-form conversations, that kind of thing. So, so yeah, I'm excited about getting back to in person safely and you know as best we can and at the rate that's appropriate but I'm, I'm excited about it 
That's, that's really cool to hear about what could have been for GoWP yeah. last year uh, before <laughs> yeah, either Joanne or I entered the scene. So that's really exciting that we could return to that. I think meeting some of the great individuals who do participate in our weekly calls, uh, meeting them face-to-face would be an awesome experience. And since that conversation went online and through your work with our, our different partners over the years, I'm, I'm certain, Emily, that you pick up on trends or common challenges of our partners. And one thing I have to say that has impressed me so much about our weekly calls is how honest and cooperative happiness hour is. That if you had told me before coming to GoWP about the happiness hours, I would have assumed it was slightly competitive. It was mm-hmm. doggy dog or secretive. Who wants to share their best practices? They, they, they all are, are battling for that profit. That is not the case at all with the happiness okay. hours. So the agency owners who do participate also look at GoWP as a great asset, as a great partner, what common struggles have you learned our our partners experience over the years and how do they use us uh, as an, more deeply as an asset for their, for their own companies? Yeah. And I would say, I mean, it's not only that I pick up on these trends, like we ask every single person who joins our community, what's your biggest struggle? Like we want to know, we are, GoWP exists to create solutions for agency owners. That's what, that's the genesis of all of our services. That's the genesis of GoWP. That's, it's just, it's what we do, it's who we are. So we always ask that of of everybody. So we have a list of struggles and it's a big list, but I would say the biggest one is is growth and scaling. Not necessarily that um, having trouble growing, you know, the demands there maybe are they have leads, they have potential sales and that sort of thing, but being able to fulfill services at scale, that's a huge one. And having the infrastructure in place to support growth at their agency. You know, a lot of agencies start as one person, start spinning up an agency and, you know, helping out a friend or starting or building a website from somebody. And then that refers them to another person, to another person. Then you start having projects and then you start with proposals and the whole thing builds on itself and not having the infrastructure in place to scale their services. So that's big. That's a conversation we're always having. You know, do you have processes in place so that somebody can come in and help you do this, that you can put this on somebody else and you can continue to grow and you can, you can grow the team up under you. You can outsource, of course, and that's where we come in. So if you don't necessarily have everything in place, we can help with that. We can help with our outsource services. When it comes to our dedicated services, that's putting people on your team and our account managers do a great job of kind of guiding and helping them to manage people. If they're an agency that doesn't have much experience in managing team members and that sort of thing. But for sure, growth and, and scaling, scalability of that growth is the big one, I would say. And I concur, our account managers do an awesome job. So shout out to Michael and Kevin for the awesome work they do and the whole team, the whole team. And thank you both for representing GoWP so well last week at, at Cabo Press. Thank you, Mariah. It, it, was, it was my pleasure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm so happy I got to do it. So honored. I feel like it shifted also my online presence, but that's a whole different um, topic. But yeah, I, I definitely um, agree with everything what that Emily is talking about in terms of our struggles, because I see those every day when people are joining the group. And it's the the thing that's really up there. Growth and scaling is a, is a struggle for me because I need to focus 
I can't, I need to stop focusing on the day to day. I like smaller, low level tasks. Like how do I, not a lot of people don't know how to outsource that. And I think that's where our awesome account managers come in and get, give them a hand into supporting themselves. Give them a hand and that confidence to outsource, um, you know, some of those, some of those living that can be scary outsourcing it's like giving your baby away kind of (laughs) and you know and when I when I joined the team last year my main responsibility was interviewing our partners for case studies and that's one of the services that we offer I was really surprised at how often I heard them say by you know partnering with GoWP I have more time in my life. I have, you know, I, I can re-engage with my spouse or I can attend my kids' games more often because, you know, they're not going to let their, their company fall to the wayside. And now I, I think that's pretty awesome that we are impacting their personal lives in a positive way too. So Emily, you've got a lot of bike rides you can offer these partners. Get them and their families <laughs> in your side buggy and <laughs> take side it away. <laughs> a little South show in there. I don't know what that was, side buggy. But we can't ever stop celebrating the fact that you are our COO. I think it's awesome. And I think that, you know, having the chance to work with you I've learned so much. I, I told Brad, who's our CEO, for those who don't know Brad Morrison, soon after starting, I think I sent him a private Slack message and I said, Emily's awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, she's really amazing. And he immediately agreed. So super excited to have you, you know, leading us even more. But, you know, how did you, when Joanne talked about some of the professional decisions that you made and the experiences that you had that brought you to where you are now. Can you talk for a moment about as you've grown as a professional, as a leader, what networks or avenues have you discovered um, to be the most supportive to you during your years in the WordPress community? Yeah, that's a great question. I think first and foremost, for me, it's been listening to experience. New ideas are important and great, but making sure that I'm listening to the feedback from people who have been there and done that is something I have learned is just invaluable. And there's so many times, you know, where I come to understandings now from things that I heard two years ago, Brad say two years ago, right? Because I was new to the agency space and to the WordPress space. And, you know, Brad's been in it for a while now Um, and he's been through it and and yeah, I have marketing experience and, and all of that digital marketing kind of stuff. But, you know, there's sometimes where there's feedback and it's like, oh, well, I, I liked my idea. I thought my idea was great. But then I learn, you know, there's a reason for that guidance, I would call it more so than, you know, feedback and, and being able to, to receive it and hear it and, and apply it, you know, down the line and always keep it in mind and learn from it. Right. Because I do refer back and it's like, oh, it's, you know, how much I did not know back three years ago. And you realize it in in hindsight, right? Apart from that though, it's also finding support from people who are in similar situations for you. I recently joined a mastermind call that's a monthly mastermind call that's women in leadership positions. And that I had no idea how helpful that would be. And it's just been incredible to have like kind of intimate, off the cuff, open conversations about work and professional issues and business with other women who 
also have families or had already raised families and their children are grown and, and they went through it a while ago. But hearing from their experience and learning from them and not feeling alone. And I think that's always such a great reminder and something that's so important to know, like nothing I'm going through is special or unique. Like, obviously I think GoWP is the greatest company in the world and nothing else compares, but <laughs> it's like no nothing is so special or unique that there's not someone out there to support you or relate to you or, you know, talk you through situations and, and that sort of thing. So just knowing there's people out there knowing to listen to experience and, and to seek that out is, is important. So that's something I'm getting better at and, and trying to improve always as well. That's awesome. I'm sure it will be, we're a few decades away. You will be the gray haired sage that guides those other, the other women in that group one day. <laughs> the wisdom, awesome. the wanted of wisdom. People search for the fountain of youth. I follow the fountain of wisdom. Some of wisdom, yeah. <laughs> Much more valuable. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so that actually is a great segue to our next question. Oh, sage one, young sage one. What piece of advice would you <laughs> give to an agency one. owner, whether they're just starting out or veterans? What would you tell them? In addition to listen to experience, because I feel like, I feel like it's this, that what you were just saying is so relevant to like, advice, even like for me, someone coming into the WordPress space as a little newbie listening to experience. In addition to that, what piece of advice would you give to you? Agency owners or veterans? Yeah, listen, I mean, listen to experience for sure. Find your community. If you don't have one, find it. Um, We'd niche love to down. have you in ours, right? Niche agency owners community. But if that doesn't, you know, float your boat, find one that does. It's so important to have that. And like you all were talking about earlier in our happiness hour calls, like they're not competitive. They're open, caring calls where we just want to celebrate people and, and help out. And everyone on the call feels the same way. Finding that community for you can help in so many ways and lead you to breakthroughs and growth that you, you know, didn't maybe know you had in you before. And we've seen it happen. So that's a big one. And then the other one I already touched on too, but have scalability in mind at all times. Mm -hmm. Like always be thinking, is mm -hmm. this a process that someone else can follow? Is this repeatable? Is this scalable? And if it's not, figure out a way to make it scalable because you don't, whatever you're doing now, you don't want to be doing it next year, right? You want to, you want to grow. You want to, you want to be having growth and change and, and evolving in your business. So you want to make sure that what you're doing is scalable and, and repeatable and, and it's a process that someone can come in and do so that you can go on bike rides with your kids and take a vacation and, and that sort of thing. So th those would be my two big ones. That's awesome. Who, who wouldn't want to go on bike rides with their kids or their significant other or, you know, take some uh, time for themselves? I actually saw this really good uh, graphic on the differences of, and I'll add it to the show notes because it's more of a visual, but the difference between having a stressful day when you haven't cared for yourself and having a stressful day when you have cared for yourself. And it's a very simple graph, but it puts it in a way that you can see like the contrast stark difference of how you are much better able to just function as a person when you've cared for yourself in your day-to-day -day. that can mean just taking a long bath or going for a walk but knowing that you have a space to do that because your business is cared for and it's in the right hands i i think that's very powerful 
You are sage too, Joanne. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, in that note, we're almost getting done here. This is the last question for you. And in the note of caring for yourself and caring for others, how are you creating happiness this week? And what is something that is creating happiness for you? And that can mean in business setting, in your day-to-day, it can be something as simple as like, it's not that hot. Like for me, it's that I'm creating happiness by myself, knowing that it's not 90 degrees outside i'm happy with that yeah it's a huge one in houston so let's start with our guest oh you know what i'll start i'll go ahead since i already started so yeah for me it's i feel like something that is creating happiness for me is the weather not being 90 degrees in houston and how i am creating happiness this week is i should have prepared better for this but i'm gonna say that it's just being silly in our daily huddles (laughs) just a little just like not taking things too seriously I know of course things it's we're it's a business we are here to work and I get that but something that I learned last week is the importance of having friendly banter with your team and and being okay with it of of course staying in the realm of respect and honoring each other for how we show up every day. Yeah. Having a little silliness, just being able to pick on my coworkers, super zoom because he's working out of an iPad. So yeah, Mariah, that's Kevin. He's working from an iPad. So he's like this <laughs> constantly super close to the camera. So I feel like I, that, that adds a little bit of smiles to the team. So that's how I'm creating happiness this week. What about you, Emily? And we'll close it with Mariah. I would say for me, it's kind of the same thing is I think that I'm creating happiness and it's also creating happiness for me, but it's got to be my little soccer league. I, as Mariah and Joanne know, I was not really amped up about being a soccer coach. It happened mistakenly. (laughs) I did not have (laughs) the time or energy to take on a 10 person kindergarten soccer team. Tiny for humans. an hour, twice a week. I mean, it's a lot. It's <laughs> and a lot, so, yeah. but I did because they were short coaches and I stepped up because it's my community. I live here and it's the children in my community and it's my daughter. So the future, the future. Oh, so profit and scaling already. <laughs> it's now the penultimate week of our season. So next week is our, our last week of soccer. And I, they do create, so I got, we've got a game tonight. We had a game Tuesday. I missed last week and I, I had two parents that stepped in and took over for me and that felt good. And, and then this week having them come up to me and like sincerely thank me because they saw firsthand that it's a little chaotic and stressful um, <laughs> coaching kindergartners. So that was kind of nice to have that recognition as well. And just the, the smiles on their faces. I mean, they love it. These kids love getting out there, running around. All 10 kids show up twice a week, every week. I mean, I never have kids showing up late. They all show up happy, ready to play. And it's really just fantastic. I don't know that I'm going to do it again, but <laughs> I, I think I've enjoyed it, enjoyed it fully. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad to see it come to an end, but it's been a great experience in the end. It was challenging. I mean, I, I was stressed the first couple of weeks, like very stressed, but came out on the other end. So yeah. What's the name of the team? We're sponsored by the Athens Elks Association. We're the Purple Elks. Antler Aww. up. Oh, in your honor. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That makes me so happy because I don't like there are no children in my life. <laughs> it's just like I'm living vicariously through you. You have to 
to go yeah. out and find some and just coach them, Joanne, whether they just want find to random them or not. your local, your local community may need soccer coaches and they would take you. I guarantee it. So <laughs> I'll take anybody. Please let Don't me, take let anybody. me coach your children. <laughs> yep. Mariah go. Well, Emily just created some happiness for me by using the word penultimate. It's such a fun <laughs> word and like it's rarely used correctly, but I, I love that word. So thank it's you for a making word. me happy. It's <laughs> and a good word, yeah. Great word. And how am I creating happiness this week? Why doing this podcast, of course. Silly. Of course. No, it, it, <laughs> but it, it, is, it is cool. I feel like this particular episode, I feel like it's just we're peeling back just a conversation around the virtual office. You know, <laughs> this is how we chat. And it's, it's like giving us a chance to exercise a little creative juices and a nice variety for the work week. So thank you all for joining me in my happy place online. <laughs> I, I love, love and please hold space for me all of the time. Cause I will always, I, I mean, I feel like for us, it's like, when do we stop? <laughs> sometimes we go on a roll. And it's just like, why? Well, why I'm actually watching here? I'm watching the clock going, what are we stopping? Because we're really going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, we'll wrap this up. Then. Mariah, you want to bring us home? Yeah, I'll bring us home. And actually, I didn't have a chance to work this in earlier, but I think it's, it's a lovely mantra to share. This is actually Emily Hunkler's original personal mantra that she shares on LinkedIn. So I grabbed it and wanted to share it with our listeners and viewers. At, period learn period improve act learn improve i love that as a personal and professional mantra so thank you for inspiring us and leading us emily and thank you all for listening this to i should say this week because you can be listening anytime but don't forget to uh subscribe and and like us online and you can get this podcast and tell your friends to listen to this podcast wherever they listen to podcasts and just a quick reminder your friends at GoWP, we are a, your friends and we are a company <laughs> that create happiness for digital agencies. And we truly want to help you become more profitable, whether it's listening to our podcasts, joining our weekly happiness hours, whether it's through a dedicated developer, copywriter, designer, project manager, anything you need, we got you covered. So contact, reach out to us and we will be happy to schedule a discovery call for you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emily, for joining us this for this episode. And I would be remiss if I did not share the wonderful life and professional mantra that you posted on LinkedIn. Very simply, Emily says, act, learn, improve. A wonderful, a wonderful guide for life and business. Thank you, Emily. I love that. Thank you, thank you, Mariah. you Emily. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Emily. And thank you so much to everyone who who's been listening. Um, this podcast is sponsored by GoWP. So don't forget to like and subscribe. And you can get this wherever you get your podcasts. Just a quick reminder again, that GoWP is a company that's creating happiness for digital agencies. And we want to help you become more profitable. Whether it's listening to podcasts, you can join our weekly happiness hours. They're great. We've talked about them already on this podcast. And soon we'll also offer office hours. GoWP hours is what we're going to be calling it too. So which there will be very similar to our webinars, the sense that 
During these office hours, you'll learn more about our services and how you, you can grow your agency and your team with us, with a dedicated developer, copywriter, designer, project manager. We got you covered. So thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a wonderful day creating happiness. Create that happiness, y'all. Thank you. Bye.